Hi, folks. Welcome to the GOK episode 64 brought to you the week of May 9th, 2017. I'm James Kennison and GOK is my personal audio journal. I'm recording today with absolutely no idea what I'm going to say, what my topic's going to be, other than I know I needed to hit record. And so I did. I pulled up the website so I could see what episode it was. The date's down there in the corner, and that is about all the prep I did. Because when I'm up and I'm higher, I I hate to say high, but I'm going to say high. When I'm high on my bipolar end, when I'm up is what I usually say. When I'm up, it's easy to record. It's easier to to do my radio voice and all that kind of stuff. Um, When I'm down, however, I don't record. And so today, I was sitting up there, and I'm feeling a little miserable. And I'm not feeling like podcasting. And I thought, well, is there anything that would make me feel better, more accomplished, like I did something with my day? And I decided to come down here and do this against my own wishes. Maybe somebody needs to hear me when I'm not doing great. Here's my depression update since last time. I think I mentioned that I was um, experiencing a lot of leg um, discomfort in the form of uh, restless leg, especially in the middle of the night and during the day sometimes. And I said at the time that it was worth it to, um, man, I don't even want to do this. feels like a chore just to talk. <sighs> All right. Um, so my legs were, were bothering me and then they just started bothering me a lot more. Okay. And I'm, I'm way understating it because for two or three days, um, it got to the point where I was taking pain medication. I couldn't stop moving day or night. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't relax. I couldn't sit. Even walking didn't seem to help. Um, any kind of exercise didn't seem to help. And, um, I believe it was the medication that I was taking that I've been ramping up for months or, or, or for over a month. The one I was so hopeful was going to be, you know, a solution. Well, you know, obviously it turns out it has a side effect on me that it's making my legs restless. It was also kind of making me a little edgy, I guess. Not in the way I dressed or anything. <laughs> um, it was just making me on edge. So I quit taking it. And I've been in the back of my mind wondering... Do I actually even need medicine anymore? Since everything she gives me seems to start out fine, and then it it makes me, it does something not good, you know, not desirable, I guess I should say, uh, to me. Is it because I don't need medicine anymore? I also know that we bipolar people, us depressed people, are notorious self-medicators, um, meaning we we think we know what we need and what we don't need. So I never want to be that person. But in this case, I'm allowed to stop taking stuff if it's really bothering me. And and this definitely was. I tried taking less than the recommended dosage um, because she said I could do that too. She said, you know, if, if three milligrams is too much, ramp it back to two. If two is too much, go back to one. I tried that. And those were the two worst days. It seems to me whenever I develop any kind of a reaction to medicine, that ramping it down it's almost like uh it's like I develop a not a resistance to it but a um an allergy uh, almost to where that even a little bit of it still causes the full reaction does that make sense 
And so after hours and hours and hours of nights where I didn't sleep at all and I just had to sit there and move my legs, um, yeah, I pulled it and I, I'm not doing it anymore. It's been a week, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe, yeah, yeah, right out a week since I've had, um, I didn't quit all my medicine, obviously, just just the one that is the mood stabilizer, the one that is supposed to keep me from going from extreme highs to extreme lows. And things have been fine, and it's kind of supported my theory that maybe I'm not, um, I'm not in need of medication anymore until today. And, well, actually, until yesterday. Yesterday I got online, and I suddenly wanted to buy a computer. I started shopping. It's not something I suddenly wanted to do. It's something I've been wanting to do and been needing to do. Um, man, it's hard just talking. Why? It feels like work. It's like in my head, I've got all these things I have to say and I already know the entire story, obviously, because I'm the one telling it. And it just seems like sand in a, in a sieve where I've got to keep shaking it until all the sand comes out. It just seems like a lot of work. Bear with it. Or bear with me. So I put together a part list and I started buying parts. And then immediately I, re- I what do you call it? <laughs> Buyer's remorse. <laughs> and I canceled both orders and got all the money, you know, revert all the charges reversed and all that kind of stuff. Everything went through fine. Um, and I was like, you know what? It's not that I don't need a new computer. I just, I just can't trust myself right now. And I need to talk to Jen and which I started to, but I just never did that evening. We just never sat down and talked about it because it wasn't an issue of whether I need a new computer. It was, it was more like, you know, should I spend this much? Um, Cause when you can't trust yourself, when you think you might be manic, um, you, you, everything that makes sense doesn't necessarily make sense once you say it out loud or once you explain it to somebody or once you see the reaction to their face. But it wasn't just whether um, or not I should do it. It wasn't even whether just if, if I was spending enough money or too much money it was also um, whether I should have a desktop or a laptop. Well, that was yesterday. Today, I actually followed through with it. After even not talking to my spouse, I, I spent the money. I've got computer components coming to my house in two days. Um, I just did it. And you could say, well, James, I do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, and, and, but I don't know if I made the right decision or not. I, I'm kind of back and forth on it. Should I have bought a laptop? Well, when I, when I think about a laptop, I'm like, okay, it's portable. It's, I can't upgrade it as easy. Um, I can't use it. It's not as good. It's not going to be as powerful because I, because it costs more, you know, for a laptop, all the, all the regular arguments, you know. Um, but at the same time, when I'm away from my house, it would be nice to have a powerhouse machine for video, for gaming, um, for working, for drawing, maybe even do some VR stuff one day. I don't know. But a desktop can do all that but it can be more powerful, more upgradable. It'll last a lot longer. 
If one component goes out, it doesn't kill the whole thing. So the argument goes both ways, you know, for me. So I don't know, though. I don't know if I'm just being indecisive and normal or if I'm on my way down to a low because I don't feel real good right now. Or I don't even know if I'm up because I'll tell you this. Like I said, when I'm up, I don't really know sometimes um, because everything seems normal. Things make too much sense. You don't question things in your head when they make sense. You only question them when you have any doubts. Yesterday I had doubts about the computer. Today I have doubts about the computer. Maybe that means I'm just being indecisive. Um, I had the money. It's, it's, you know, it was in my PayPal. Um, it's not a big deal. Um, put it on the, you know, the credit card that has the airline miles and, you know, I pay the family back with the PayPal money. It's, it's, uh, you know, I miss out on a laptop, but I can save up for one and get something that is just decent instead of having to support the entire thing. So therefore it costs less money and yeah, maybe that makes sense. So we're still on depression update (laughs) today. Not only am I doing things that, that could be considered manic or they may be normal. Um, I'm also not feeling great. It's like Jenna asked me, how you doing dad? And I said, well, I'm not great. I'm not terrible, but I'm not neutral either. And I didn't tell her that part because that's, that's too much for a 12 year old to try to comprehend. I'm a little less than, than neutral, like a little muddy, a little hazy, little down. And that I think is compounded by the fact that I was hoping that there wouldn't be any side effects to not taking my medicine, which again, finally, or not finally, but now that I say it out loud, sounds a lot more ridiculous than it felt in my head. Um, you're not taking your mood stabilizer medicine. You've convinced yourself you don't need it. And now you're upset. Well, yeah, I'm upset when I found out I might need it. I was on lithium before, um, which is really cheap and it works really well. It would seem to be making me tired. It also seemed to be making me lose my words. Like I couldn't think of things that I was trying to say. And it was happening a lot. Like one time I was ordering a sandwich. And I couldn't remember the word for cucumber. And that's when I went to my doctor and said, we got to try something else. And that's the journey we're still on. I think it's been two medicines, maybe three. And it's been the same pattern. I take it. Seems fine. Go, you know, for a while it's fine. And then it builds up in my system. It has some sort of negative side effect that makes it impossible for me to continue taking it. And then I stop. I've never stopped, stopped, actually. This is the first time I've stopped that I know of, like I've quit taking that part of of what I take. So I guess that's my question for myself now. And I need to talk it over with my wife and my doctor's appointment's not for another week, my next one. Um, And I'll ask her then, but do I go back on lithium that I know will help? Do I wait it out a little bit more and see if I'm just leveling out, you know? Do I actually need it? Do I not? Right now, I'm leaning toward waiting a little longer and just seeing how things go. 
and then asking, you know, and talking a lot with my wife to find out, okay, am I manic? Am I overexcited? Am I having stupid ideas that seem normal? Or am I, you know, feeling low? Er, than I already do. If I had to pick, if I had to guess right now, I couldn't honestly tell you. I feel low, but I also don't know if I'm thinking weird thoughts. And that's that's the jacked up part of this, and that's the downside. It's a side I don't talk about on the show very much because I don't podcast when I'm not feeling good. Um, trying to decide how honest and raw to be on on my audio journal. I'll just say I feel dumpy. I feel fat. I feel, I don't feel self harming or anything. And I don't even like that phrase because what comes to mind is cutting and stupid things like that. I, I just want to eat constantly and I don't care about the ramifications. Um, and this is after I lost 30 pounds. Um, I want to, I, I guess I want to subconsciously put it back on. I don't want to, but apparently I do. Um, I want to sleep, but I can't get comfortable. Um, when night comes, I can't sleep. And I'm not happy with the way things are. I want to be able to have a job or do something constructive, but yet I'm still in so, so much flux. And I'm not devastatedly miserable, but in general, even if I was totally fine, I think I'd still be miserable because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing myself. Um, last episode, I talked about my life plan and that was when I was up and bullet lists seemed to be awesome. And, and now all those things seem impossible. So that would lead me to thinking I was starting to get depressed again. I don't know. We'll have to see. Different subject. <laughs> Let's talk about the way depression affects podcasting. Um, when I first started this thing up again and really started doing regular uh, GOKs, you know, obviously I was more up than I am now. And uh, so it seemed like a great idea. And because I wanted to be productive and wanted to have some sort of income, I asked folks to consider doing Patreon. And that was very successful. And things are going, I mean, it's not, you know, uh, I'll just say it. It is. It is more than I expected that is coming in through a very few people, and it's very appreciated. And, um, I mean, it's 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 awesome. It's it's overwhelming. But what happens is when you're down. Uh, one of the reasons I didn't want to hit record is because I didn't have a well prepared podcast together. And one of the things I've always wanted to do on this show is never sit there and over-prepare. And so since I didn't have some hot-button topic to talk about, I didn't think I could record because people are paying now, you know? I feel like I owe them. But what I have to remember, and I hope I hope you would agree with this, I hope I have my listeners, uh, you know, I, I hope I know the way you think a little bit, is you're not supporting regular content, some sort of fake uh, come up with something just to talk about it just to cash the check, just to be able to ding the Patreon and and download some more dollars. Um, you supported what I've already done. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want it to change. 
you want it to stay real. You want it to stay raw. You want it to stay honest. And if honest is dumpy and stupid, then that's apparently <laughs> what you're, what you'll support. But, um, the stress comes because people are contributing, then they expect something. And, and though I know that, well, that may be true. Um, it feels true. How about that? All I'm saying is when you're depressed, when you're down a little bit, um, all the things that are positive turn on their heel and become a negative. People's expectations of me when I'm up are awesome because it's like, I'm going to exceed those expectations. I'm going to do even better. I'm going to make you feel like, you know, you should have thought even more of me, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you believe in me a little bit, I'll show you, you know. But then when you're down, somebody believes in you and thinks positive things about you. It's like, no, I'm not that. I can't be that. I can't do that. And I've let you down because you think the world of me. And uh, and contributions through Patreon have a negative effect when you're down. Isn't that crazy? Uh, depression is a demon. Uh, I mean that figuratively, of course. Let's see. My wife is almost done with her job. I know I mentioned that she was going to have to be on for like six weeks. Well, it turned out she was able to get another week trimmed off that. And she has, I think, five more days of work. So the rest of this week and then one day next week, and that's it. Then she gets to go to her new, she's off a week, and then she gets to go to her new job. And I'm sure the new job will have its own set of conflicts and issues and things, you know, and getting through the tough times and getting to know the ropes and all that stuff. But man, um, when she went to interview, she was there at 515 and there was only one person in the office and she's not getting home tonight until seven. And that's early. That is way early bedtime. Nine o'clock for the kids is usually when she comes rolling in and it's not by choice. So um, very excited about that. Very looking forward to the way that's going to change her life and give us just some room to breathe. This weekend, she didn't have to work. It's the first weekend she hadn't had to work in like a year and a half. And she sat around. I mean, she did a lot of work at the house. So when I say she sat around, I meant she got to sit around and watch television on her phone. And it was so crazy. She's like, I forgot that I used to watch shows i would binge watch stuff you know and do what you do when you do that and it was good to see her relax and to not be stressed out because when you're overworked you know you you're either working or you're stressed about being overworked and you can't enjoy yourself either way so thrilled about that excited um tomorrow the kids have a music thing at, at school it's like the end of the year deal um i can't believe summer's coming already man it just seemed to go so fast crazy um oh let me mention one more little bit of something that makes me think i might be manic but maybe not i don't know i bought a truck i, I think it was even the last episode i was talking about how much i love my truck uh, a little cheapo truck that i got and um i i texted the guy that i bought it from and asked him if i could get out of it could i could i return it i'm having buyer's remorse about the truck you know blah 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 and I'm like, what am I doing after I did it? You know, after about an hour and I, I kind of changed my mind, changed a little bit. Like, what are you doing? This is the most, you know, it, not backhanded, but just weaselly, kind of accidentally weaselly kind of thing to do. 
to to back out of a sale or something. You know, it's not like it's Walmart where you got 30 days to return it. So I didn't do it over text. I went to him and said, you know, look, I I'm I may be manic, I may be down, I don't know. Let me talk to my wife about it. And um, you know, it, it and it's not as bad as it seems. The truck was sold to me at a severely reduced rate. If I were to turn around and sell it instead of give it back, I would easily get double, which I wouldn't feel right about. So giving it back to him seemed to be the right thing to do. So hopefully that explains a little bit of it in defense of myself a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I told him I'd help him sell it, you know, whatever. I don't care. Um, and I put a battery in it. So it, it, he still comes out on top. But, um I don't know. Now, then, then within two hours, I was like, no, you know what? I need to give my car. Jen, Jen's wanting a new car. She needs a new car. Um, and I told her she got a new job. She got a new car. <laughs> so she wants to get rid of the one she has and get something else. Um, and I like, well, maybe she can drive my car since it's new and I'll drive the truck, even though it has no air conditioning and, you know, no automatic and no cruise or anything like that. It only sits three people. Um, and that seemed like the greatest idea ever. So I don't know where I'm at. I'm all over the place, man. It's not very fun. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to just shut it off right here. I just want to say thank you to, for listening and dealing with me today. I'm going to feel better, hopefully about having done this instead of feeling stupid and not releasing it. Um, maybe somebody out there. Well, <laughs> I don't know how you would, but maybe you'll get something out of uh, somebody trying to do something and doing a terrible job um, at something that they really want to do and sometimes can't do. So just cross your fingers for me because I, I want to do what's right. I want to be right. I don't want to be like this forever. Um, I, I look forward to a day where things are normalized a little bit. That, that my mood is steady, that motivation isn't something that is uh, unable to be found. I have a t-shirt, 404 error, it says, motivation not found. So it's like an error page, you know, on a website. Uh, got it in a grab bag from tfury.com. But uh, I want I want good things. I want to get somewhere. I don't want to stay where I'm at, but uh, we'll see. Oh, and one more thing, life update-wise. We're talking about finishing the basement. My office is concrete walls, concrete floor, studs up top, you know. Uh, the air conditioner's right over there. Maybe you can hear it. I don't know. Um, but we're talking about putting some walls in and some insulation and be able to close a door and... Uh, It'll be a better podcasting environment for sure, better creative environment, and it'll operate as a den of sorts, a media room type deal for the kids and the family. So we got a quote on that. We just have to figure out if we can do it. Jen gets a little bonus when she goes to her new job, so we might be able to do it. I don't know. We'll see. But I'll keep you updated, okay? All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, oh, I want to thank my Patreon people. Um, not only all the ones that, uh, that have already given, but I want to thank, um, Philip Ludens, uh, for pledging and, uh, Kevin Walker. I appreciate it. Um, you're doing great. And then David. So thank you guys. 
for jumping in there um, in the last week and a half and contributing toward uh, what I'm doing. I hope you're not too upset about this first podcast after you started contributing. Hey, um, your emails and your feedback mean the world. They really do. Um, I don't always reply like I want to, but I always read them. And if I haven't replied, it's not because I don't like it. It's because I can't think of anything to say. Um, so if you make a series of statements, like, you know, this meant the world to me, you know, I really got a lot out of this. I, I have a hard time responding to that. Um, so if you want a response, you might also ask some questions because that's easy, you know, because I don't know how many times I can respond and say, oh, thank you. Um especially when I'm down, you know, uh, thanks for the kind words. Cause I never want to be disgenuine. I never want to reply and give a pat answer. Um, I don't know how celebrities do it, man. Hey, can I have your photo? You know, how do you, how do you put on a face for every single person and it not be the same face, you know, without getting fake. And I don't ever want to be fake. So I never want to give you a bad answer. And I know that'd be better than giving no answer. <laughs> See what's in my head. Ah, Anyway, um, what I want to say, what I really mean is your emails are valuable. And uh, so any feedback, thoughts, um, you know, maybe you can relate to this podcast. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm glad I did it. I feel more accomplished already. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on GOK. Peace.